0: Life is an epic journey. Live it, Unleashed. Hey guys, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. Life is an epic journey and we want to live it fully, this passionate life that God has for us, a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and one that walks in freedom. It is Friday. We are up to chapter 4 of the Gospel of Luke. We have been journeying together as we intentionally shape our lives. Uh, so that we can fully experience this living, unleashed life that God has for us. We're traveling through together on this journey through Luke and Acts, and we are up to Chapter 4 here on this Friday. If you've missed any of the previous podcasts, you can find those on the website, www.livingunleashed.org. And uh, come along on this journey for us. We're so glad you're here with us Today, don't forget if you've been enjoying this journey. Sound off in the comments. Let me know how uh, uh, what you think, uh, what you would like. If there's something that uh, is is missing or questions that you have, uh, leave it in the comments on Facebook. On there on the Living Unleashed Facebook page. Leave it in the comments on the website, or leave a review at iTunes. All right, let's jump right in here to Chapter Four of Luke. We have several events that take place here in chapter 4 of Luke. First of all, there's Jesus' encounter uh, with Satan out in the wilderness and the temptation uh, that Satan lays before Jesus. We have Jesus rejected at his hometown in Nazareth. Uh, We have some miracles of Jesus casting out demons and healing people. Uh, And then it ties up there at the end of chapter 4, uh, with Jesus launching out into his further ministry. We're going to focus for our time here together today on the temptation that Jesus faces with Satan out in the wilderness. And there's a couple of things that I want us to gather from this. You know, we have this very explicit description here in chapter 4 of this time of tempt- temptation. It is a very detailed description. I mean, there's an actual conversation that goes on between Jesus and the enemy. Now, for most of us, our times of temptation are not quite as obvious, perhaps. We're, you know, we're having a personal conversation like this. I I wouldn't suggest that. But, But, you know, the enemy, when he came to Jesus, knew he couldn't bluff Jesus. He had just come straight out and try to say it. Uh, so you know we have this very detailed description of how the enemy tries to get in, how how Satan tries to get in and tempt Jesus at, at these different levels, um, tempting him to um, get off the beaten path and to go a different direction other than where God's leading, tempting him to get to uh, hoard glory and honor, for himself, tempting him to really test to see whether God really is there for him or not. I mean, he's really laying out these temptations. And so we can look at this passage and we can say, so how do we stand up under temptation? And I want you to note that there are two things that are really important, I believe, in this passage. The first thing is what Luke says right before this scene and right after this scene. And if you look there in 4, chapter 4, verse 1, you'll see that the first thing that Luke says here in this chapter is, then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Right there, it tells us that Jesus is being empowered by the Holy Spirit. When this encounter with Satan is over, what's the very next verse say there in verse 14? Then Jesus returned to Galilee filled with the Holy Spirit's power. All right. So we have here this this bracketing of this event where he goes toe-to-toe with Satan. And what do we discover? We discover that Jesus did not go in to this moment. He did not go in to this battle. He did not go into this event unarmed. He didn't go into this event powerless. As a matter of fact, he was filled with the holy spirit and with the holy spirit's power he went in ready armed good to go when he entered into this now we've already noted throughout these first 3 throughout the first 3 chapters how much the Holy Spirit is right there, the central focus of what is taking place. The Holy Spirit is guiding. The Holy Spirit is directing. The Holy Spirit is empowering. The Holy Spirit is inviting. The Holy Spirit is right there. And we even see here at the beginning of this, not only is Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit, but He also it also says he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness in other words the holy spirit leads him but does not abandon him because by the end of the chap by the end of the section the holy spirit still filled with is still in him he's still filled with the holy spirit's power so even though the holy spirit led him into this moment the holy spirit was right there with him the whole time we can trust that i mean God tells us that no temptation that comes upon us is going to be more than we can bear, bear, but a way will be provided to get out. In other words, the Holy Spirit's right there the whole time. Whatever temptation you're facing, you don't have to face it alone. Whatever is coming against you in life, you don't face it alone. Invite the Holy Spirit to be in you, to fill you. When we talked yesterday about how we humbly submit our lives to Christ, uh, to Jesus, and how he fills us us, um, baptizes us with his Holy Spirit with fire. So now we can face these temptations just like Jesus did, filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't let the enemy convince you you're facing it alone. Don't let the enemy convince you that he's got you cornered and that all you're all by yourself. Invite the Holy Spirit to be a part of your life, to empower you, and to make you strong. And you will never face any of this alone. The second thing, the second thing, not only was Jesus empowered by the Holy Spirit, but Jesus had spent time with God, with the Father, intimately seeking him. How do we know that? Because he knew the Word. You see, God's word is the answer to Satan's temptations. God's word is the answer when we are being led astray. It offers us guidance. You know, the psalmist says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Jesus leans on God's word. It's really important to notice that in this moment, there's nothing miraculous that takes place. God, Jesus doesn't zap Satan. Uh, he doesn't, he, 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 he engages him in ways that you and I can filled with the Holy spirit calling upon the word of God to guide us and standing up. And when we are tempted, it will not be more than we can bear, but a way out will be provided a way out, a way to stand strong because the Holy spirit will be right there if we've taken time to know God's word. That's why it is so important that you're a part of this journey. It's so important that you are just burying yourself, just diving in deep into the midst of these chapters to see what God has for you, see how God is leading you, hear the instruction and the promises, the commands, and see how those things can help to and can help you face those moments when you're not sure you're being led astray or the enemy's really trying to plug away at you. And when he is, you can say, no, I know something better. When the enemy's trying to get you to hold a grudge because that person has been so mean to you, you say, no, I know what the Word of God says. The Word of God says to forgive. And so since I want peace and joy and hope and freedom in my life, I'm going to forgive. Because if I don't, I won't experience those things. I won't experience holding on to unforgiveness will rob me of hope, peace, joy and freedom. It'll actually put me in to bondage. It gives the enemy a foothold and I don't want to do that, you see. So you're reading through Dive in just and, and, and absorb and weave this word into your life so that you, like Jesus, will be prepared. So you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. You've intimately engaged God in his word. You know his word more and more each day, and then you are stronger. And you too, like Jesus, could go toe to toe with Satan in any temptation he wants to throw at you and say, nope, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what kind of life God calls for me, and I refuse to let you rob me of that because I want a life that is filled with hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. Man, you can have that. If you're in the word uh, as we journey together, and if you just pray and ask God and humbly submit your life to Jesus, that be baptized in his spirit and with fire, that he'll purify your life, strengthen you for whatever you might face, and you, like Jesus, can face the temptation and stand strong. All right. Isn't that awesome stuff? That is just great and awesome stuff. Now for the message on Sunday morning, we're going to be looking at the very end of this chapter in this transition. So be watching for that message next week on YouTube so that if you're not able to join us in person, um, if you are, we're glad to have you join us as we uh, engage, continue to engage this together as a community. All right, I hope you have a wonderful and an awesome day. I hope that you continue to be go along on this journey with us. Join up back with us next Monday as we'll be diving into Luke chapter five, and as you interweave this into your life, this the Word of God and depend on His Holy Spirit. I pray that you will keep on living Unleashed.